0: trying to be doing that bullshit bullshit, 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 bullshit. Oh, good news. welcome back yes with Brian Simpson I think this is episode 38 39 something like that First off, let's talk about it. I, you know, I, I scour the internet just a little bit, you know, throughout the day to see, you know, what is it exactly that I'm trying to, you know, talk about um, or whatever. And, you know, and I, and I come across certain headlines And so I came across two different headlines, and I'm sure there's more because the media is fucking scum. Two different headlines that say something to the effect of Tupac Shakur arrested on meth charges, on meth and assault charges. Tupac Shakur arrested for meth possession in Tennessee. Now, this is... This is a 40-year-old white man named Tupac Shakur. Man, see, this kind of shit, this makes me, this makes me wish there was some kind of blue check mark in real life. Because these fucking scumbag websites, uh, so-called media outlets, they just want you to click on shit. So they go, oh, Tupac Shakur arrested him. And it just makes people click on it. I clicked on it, so maybe that makes me a little bit of a hypocrite. But it's my job, it's my duty to click on this shit. But it's like it's clearly not him. He's dead, you know. And you know, I'm, and I'm not trying to get into an argument with like the two percent of niggas that still swear he alive, like Elvis people. You know, it's like he's dead. Um, and he's very much dead, and it's it's a little fucked up to me. It's a little, uh, it's a little exploitative. It feels a little filthy for some of these these media outlets to just be using his name out there like that. Like I get it, this guy's name is lawfully Tupac Shakur. He changed his fucking name. The first sentence of this first article from some fucking local bumfuck channel is like, it probably goes without saying, but this is not the famous gangster rapper who was gunned down in Las Vegas in 1996. No shit, motherfucker. Although conspiracy theories questioning whether or not the death of... Whether or not the death row record star ever really died started spreading almost as soon as he took his final breath. Even so, this case involves 40-year-old fucking dumbass you know he wasn't born Tupac Shakur white man in Tennessee and of course because of this top-notch journalism they don't even really go into you know how he came about the name because that's not important to them what's important to them is that my dumbass clicked on the damn headline you know and they got a little you know they got a little Little parenthesis around Tupac Shakur, you know, to save them from liability or slander or some shit. This shit just makes me mad, bro. And I don't know why, because I'm usually not, like, very super protective of celebrities. You know, they rich, whatever. But I feel like when people are dead, you know what I mean? Unless you got some kind of personal issue with them, why you fucking using dead man to make come on, man. Fucking... Uh, w whatever i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna make y'all famous my little bit of fame is none of it's gonna trickle onto you motherfuckers <laughs> you know what i mean my damn you know five thousand followers is a drop in the bucket but god damn it i'd be goddamn if i direct anybody to y'all uh leeches your cultural it's worse than a culture vulture you know, it's a cultural, it's a cultural rapist. You know. I know I gotta talk about something else before I fuck it before I lose my mind. Um. What's next? Odd news. Equifax. I don't even know what to say about this right here, but. Equifax is one of the major credit reporting agencies, right? Now there's currently a lawsuit against them. You'll see, <laughs> Equifax. You know the people that control whether you what you can buy, what you can, basically the people that control what you can buy with other people's money. You know the people that control how easily it is for you to find employment. Find a place of of residence. All of this with your credit score. These people, Equifax, use the word admin. The word admin, a d m i n, as both password and username. Now, you know, some of y'all might be listening to this, and you might be going, "Uh, "What's wrong with that?" That's pretty, you know, it's not not strong of a password, but. And, you know, because you're not very tech savvy, or you, you know, you didn't, you have never, you've never dealt deep, deeper than, you know, the surface of your electronics. You know, you perhaps have a top notch item. You, maybe you have an iPhone or, or a Galaxy Note 10 or something amazing or some next level shit from overseas. But, but just so you can stunt, you've never opened the settings menu, you've never enabled developer options. You've never rooted your device, or jailbroken, or none of that kind of thing. So, and I don't even think you got to be that deep into it to understand how fucking ridiculous it is for one of the most powerful agencies in the world to have admin as their default pass as their password and and username for sensitive data, for the simple fact that admin is the default password for almost it's the default username for almost every uh router that you buy off the shelf or that you receive from uh an internet company you know so it, it, the router being the, you know so you when you get internet it comes out the wall it plugs into a modem that modem is basically a translator translate the language and then the router decides where information goes, which devices on your network information goes, and you can log into that router and tweak things and upgrade the firmware and so on and so forth. Um, But those routers all, since I've been fucking around with them, they all have passwords and the username is either admin, the default one Now you can change it obviously, because you're not a fucking idiot, but the default username is either admin or user and the password is usually admin or the word password or nothing. You know, it's designed to be completely unobtrusive so that the any person that gets any new router can log into the motherfucker if they are so inclined, right? And turn and make the password whatever they want. Um, it should not be the password to anything. It's it is literally other than one, two, three, four, five. It's literally the worst password that you could possibly have. Uh, I mean, anyone with this with with the with an iota of computer knowledge, anyone that is the slightest bit tech savvy, I mean, anyone beyond your grandfather that you have to teach how to use the remote control, anybody with more tech savvy than him can break into Equifax. That's fuck. That's so disturbing. I, uh, and I guess I, maybe maybe I'm not doing a great job at conveying just how fucking ridiculous it is Be- because these are people who are paid professionally at, at, at the highest levels. You know, I can't imagine what a sysadmin at one of the three re- major reporting agencies, what they're getting paid and what expertise they expected to have. But God damn it. For the password to not even to be the most basic shit imaginable is unforgivable. This shit should be punishable by death. I'm going there. That's right. Somebody need to take this motherfucker who did this. They need to take his ass out somewhere and just beat him in the face with heavy objects. Okay, that's maybe maybe my feelings about it are a little strong. But damn, shit that don't make no sense, I just can't get past it. I just cannot. How can I respect that? How can I respect that? How can I possibly get past? All right, maybe something more upbeat, please. This is, oh, this is a science article, Science Daily. Artificial skin creates first ticklish devices. Who the fuck is asking for that? A ticklish device? A new interface developed by researchers in Bristol and Paris takes touch technology to the next level by providing an artificial skin-like membrane for augmenting interactive devices such as phones, wearables, or computers. The skin-on interface developed by researchers at the University of Bristol in partnership with Telecom Paris Tech and Sorbrion University mimics human skin in appearance, but also in sensing resolution. The researchers adopted a bio-driven approach to developing a multi-layer silicone membrane that mimics the layers present in human skin this is made up of a surface textured layer and electro, blah, 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 blah. See, this is a paper written for fucking science nerds, but basically they <laughs> they developed artificial skin that can be that can feel, I suppose. Um, you know, which put which makes that absolutely useless to I mean mean, that's that's waiting on some other technology to to like you know because we I think we still working on because that would be dope if you could plug that into someone's nervous system maybe a burn victim or something if you could plug that into their brain so they can actually receive those signals so I don't know how they know that it's ticklish I don't know who they've tried it out on but uh I don't think that's possible yet so Again, I've been baited in by these these clickbait headlines. Um, hesitant hitman jailed over botched assassination in China. Well, I mean, I feel like if you hesitant, you're not much of a hitman. Businessman Tai... Oh, this is... Uh, this is Guangxi, China. Businessman Tan Yu, he hired a hitman to take out his competitor for $282,000 but the hitman hired another man to do the job offering him $141,000 how you gonna get a nigga half you gave him half all right that's a lot the man that man hired another hitman who hired another hitman who hired another hitman wow these niggas is out So, so that last nigga was doing that shit for a red bull the plan crumbled when the final hitman met the man, named only as Wee, Wee, Way, in a cafe and proposed faking his death. Oh, my God. All these niggas is disloyal as a motherfucker. Like the most suburban street niggas ever. You hire a nigga to hire another 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 nigga to go negotiate with the nigga that's you supposed to kill? Ugh saw in the game all six men the five hit man and tan the businessman who originally came up with the over quarter million dollars by the way he must have wanted that nigga dead In the mother um they were all convicted of attempted murder by the court in the name on oh, g following a trial that lasted three years see that's so wild to me that <laughs> Like the Chinese government will shut down a website for mentioning the wrong word, and that shit will happen instantly. It's a three years of this nigga that clearly paid a nigga to pay 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 a nigga, 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 nigga that told on itself. Mm-mm-mm. The saga of the some contracted hitman hitman dates back to a professional dispute in 2013 when Mister Hu. Took legal action against Tam's firm. The Nanang Intermediate People's Court said, oh. scared of losing money fighting a lengthy court case." Tam contacted hitman. She, off. damn, how much money did he stand to lose if he came up with damn near three hundred thousand? It must have been millions. She accepted the job, but shortly after, I don't. I'm I'm pretty sure I pronounced all of these Chinese names incorrectly. She accepted the job, but shortly afterwards asked another hitman, Mo Ching-Jing, to kill Mr. Wei instead, offering him 1 million yen. Now, that's the first time they haven't converted that money to whatever. Oh, but I, you know, I can, con- that's half of the other amount. So the 2 million yen was 282, $282,000, so the 1 million yen must be $141,000. So after Mo accepted, I'm proud of me, gold sticker. After Mo accepted, she, negoc- she renegotiated with Tan to be paid another 1 million yen after the killing. But Mo in turn contacted another man, Yang Kang Jing, who agreed to carry out the killing for an upfront fee of 270,000 yen with another 500,000 yen to be paid afterwards. Yang Kang Yang then offered another hitman, Yang Yang Guangxing. <laughs> oh, shit. So it was Yang Kangxing, then hired Yang Guangxing for 200,000 yen to assess Mr. to win, also with a bonus of 500,000 yen after completion. Now, wait a minute. That don't make sense to me. You know what? I'm, I don't have time to be bogged down by the math, okay? The story's too interesting. Finally, the chain came to an end when Yang Guangxing, you can't trust the Guangxing, offered a fifth hitman, Ling Xiangxing, Ling Xiangxi, a hundred thousand yen to kill Mr. Wei. Instead of carrying out the murder, Ling met up with Mr. Wei in a cafe, told him there was a hit on him, and proposed a plan that the two of them faked the murder. The two of them would fake the murder for what a hundred thousand yen, fifty thousand yen a piece? That's not a lot of money. When he was originally suing for what had to be way more than that, right? This guy, someone agreed to kill this, someone hired someone to kill this guy. They paid almost three hundred thousand dollars to have him dead. Why would he split a hundred thousand yen with you, my nigga? Mr. We agreed to pose gagged and bound for a photo that Ling could take back the Yang Shuang before later reporting the case to the police. Yang Guang The case initially went to trial in 2016, but the six defendants were acquitted due to lack of evidence. Prosecutors appealed the decision. I didn't even know they did all this shit in China. I thought it was just like you got convicted on a feeling or something. These motherfuckers got three years and three months. Nobody in his whole case was sentenced to for more than three and a half years. Oh no, no, no. The business, the original businessman got five. The first hitman got three and a half. Everybody else, except the last nigga, everybody else got three. And the last nigga, um, oh no. Ling was sentenced to two years and seven months. Wait a minute. Ling is not the last nigga. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Ling was the Ling was the one that snitched on everybody. Well, he was the one that told the Mark that uh, wow. Of course he's gonna go to the cops, dumbass. We'll get way less money. Why do we do that? Why do we root for the for the bad guy? This everyone got what they deserve. Why does it make me upset? What's wrong with me, man? Why do I why why why? Why does it make me upset that, that they that they did all this dumb shit to get caught up? I don't know. And you know what? That's from the BBC. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, feel however the fuck you want to feel about it. You know, but that's, that's what's happening uh, there. Uh, let me see here. Hold on. Next headline. I think this might be the last one. Woman accused of stealing toilet paper, cursing at home on her don't break in. Uh, let's see again, there's, there's not much here. A woman is facing charges after deputies say she broke into an occupied home in Iridale County on Tuesday. This is North Carolina, Iridale County, North Carolina. The break in happened at a home in Union Grove. The homeowner told deputies a woman identified as 34-year-old Sarah Noel Davis, broke into his home and began cursing at him. The homeowner said Davis then walked past him and took a roll of toilet paper from his home. When deputies got to the scene, they found Davis standing in the victim's driveway. She was arrested and charged with felony breaking and entering and felony larceny after breaking and entering. Davis was then taken before a magistrate and issued a $7,500 bond. Um, So she just broke into a place to wipe her ass or... Yeah, you, I mean, just looking at the picture, I wish I could see this picture, but that's that's a meth issue right there, no doubt about it. That she is gone. The, it's this it's a certain look in a motherfucker's face. I mean, I've seen enough tweakers now, just being out in Southern California. I've seen enough tweakers where I could spot them eyes, nigga. Like she was high when they found her ass. Now, you know, what I'm saying, I, I maybe I can't pick a, I can't pick a tweaker out of a crowd, but uh, if they looking dead at me, I know right away. Those, that, those like dead, like feel nothing, soulless eyes, the complete like obliviousness to like all the nasty shit that's on your face and all of that. Cause other drugs will make you pick at your skin and do all of that shit. But to be completely unaware of it, that's a meth thing. For sure. It's the gross, it's so gross. When you let that shit take over, you know what I mean? I ain't judging nobody for your, your kinks or your drug of choice, but you can't let that shit take you over, you know? Um. Yeah, it feels like every week we talking about uh, Amber Geiger again. You know, but she's set to appeal, which I guess we expected that to happen. Amber Geiger was the woman that, Um. she's the cop that, Broke in and killed, bought them jean. She she claimed that she went into the wrong apartment. Shot the boy. He died. You know, she did the typical cop. You know, I was scared for my life shit. Didn't really work. I mean, it didn't work on the jury. The judge, you know, the judge gave the bitch a hug for some reason. Um, and I don't have a problem with, with people forgiving. Her brother gave him a hug, too. I don't have a problem with the brother, you know, but that's not your motherfucking place as the judge to be fucking hugging motherfuckers. You know what I mean? You you ain't supposed to you not you supposed to be impartial. Now look, I understand you're a human being, I understand that, but you know, it's it's one thing for you to you, you can't control how you feel, bitch, but you can control how you act. Why you giving this bitch a hug? For what? Now, now, to be fair, that was my initial reaction upon seeing it, right? Um, but to be fair, I don't know anything else about this woman. Now, if it turns out that she is known as, like, the hugging judge down there in Dallas-Fort Worth, if she's, like, the hugging judge and she hug everybody, then that's – I don't have a problem with it at all. But, like, if she went out of her way, like, to hug this woman – because it's like it's almost like you saying you don't you think she's not guilty, uh, at least that's how you like you know the optics ain't good. I mean, why you ain't you know have her brought to your chambers, give her a hug then, or go down there to the cell and give her a hug then. But but to do it publicly and right there in the courtroom, that's weird to me, that's very strange. Because I ain't never seen a judge hug, hug nobody, I ain't never seen a judge hug nobody, even like a children's court judge. I ain't never seen a judge. Do nothing like that. Show no kind of, you know, it's all talk. They Like, I ain't never seen a judge get up and walk. I mean, I'm sure it happens. But to leave the bench? You know, I, I, maybe I've seen a judge or two leave a bench. But I ain't never seen a judge leave a, leave the bench, like, go out of their way to hug someone that was just sentenced to go to prison. That was found guilty. And that's weird. And I can't, I can't, uh, off the top of my head, I can't think of that judge's name. Um, But, you know, y'all are, y'all are alive. You haven't been under a rock. Um, Oh, shit. (laughs) Why does she, hugging judge. Somebody called her that. Um, Her name is Tammy Kemp. Judge Tammy Kemp i don't know how much shit she got about it um again like i said it's, there's nothing else about her there's no other articles about her that i can find so who the fuck knows um cuz the media the media is so it's so wild like it's hard to tell what's real and what ain't you know i saw this article i don't even know how long ago but i think it was like maybe a week ago but the, the the title said british holiday makers you know british people always have some weird ass way of saying some shit british people on vacation was traumatized after arrested at the us border now what the original article tried to claim was that these people were just you know they 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 made it they they made an innocent wrong turn in order to avoid an animal in the in the road they ended up on some back road and um and then out of the blue, they was being arrested. They had no idea they'd crossed into America. Right? Now, what the border patrol says is that, you know, they observed these dudes for quite some time trying to find a way into America, like trying to find a way around the shit, not thinking that they was watching the shit. And they watched him purposely cross the border. And, you know, they gonna look, look, man, that's the American way. All right. You try to fuck around and people gonna fuck with you a little bit. You ain't getting no jail time. You know, it ain't cost you, it cost you a negligible amount of money. Just be glad you got out of it with all that niggas. Niggas, people from here be dying out over shit like that. You know, so it's like, if you take if you take somebody with a lot of power that, that A, isn't ready for that sort of thing and B, hardly ever gets to utilize it, what's gonna happen is if you give that motherfucker any reason whatsoever to exercise this power, which is for a lot of them the only power they have in their whole lives outside of, you know, yelling at their kids or hitting their wife or whatever. You know, pe- like people that feel powerless do shit like that. They, when they're powerless in other places, they exert power in, all the, in, 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 in everywhere else that they can, you know. So you taking a motherfucker with a boring ass job, the Canadian border, they hardly ever get to fuck with people. They And so you give them a reason to fuck with you and they going to do everything at their disposal. Like they had these motherfuckers, you know, because obviously they could have just stopped and been like, ah, hey, hey, nice try. Nice try. Yeah, you got to turn back around and go back to Canada. Nah, they arrested these motherfuckers. They split them up. They sent one of uh, they sent one of the couples to Pennsylvania to later have them rat the, you know, they they that's what cops gonna do to you. It's like it's like cops know. Like if a cop arrests you, right, like just you a regular citizen, not even a tourist or a foreign person or nothing. But if a cop arrests you, right, on a if a cop arrests you on a Friday, right? A, a Friday, let's say Friday at 3 p.m., right? then they know that it, you know it doesn't cuz it doesn't matter if they're right or wrong. This is what a lot of okay, let me let me let me start over. What a lot of people don't realize about your interactions with police officers is that for the most part, you are in a no-win situation. Okay? For me, if if you're going to be difficult with a cop, you you should request that the desk sergeant come down or find out what the rules are in your city and request that a supervisor come, come right? If you don't trust the situation you're in or you're, you don't trust their commands or whatever. Because even if they're wrong, right, them being wrong is something that you, your your best chance to prove that is in court. Because it, regardless of whether they're in the right or in the wrong or whether what they're doing is is exactly legal or not, there's almost no situation that's going to benefit you from you calling it out in that moment. And I see videos on the internet of people doing it all the time. Most of those are white people. You know what I mean? Or, or the cop is well aware that they're being filmed from multiple angles in a way that, you know. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's like there's a way to handle yourself in a situation where another motherfucker got power over you in in that moment. That's all I'm saying. Is in in that moment when you getting pulled over, whether it's for some bullshit or not, or you being stopped for some bullshit or not, at that moment, the power dynamic is completely not in your favor. Right? So, you know. My, my point is just people that when you're dealing with these motherfuckers like this, like that cop knows that if he arrests you at 3 p.m. on a Friday, you give him a little lip or you or you, you know, you be one of those people, you know. Yeah. Even if it's wrong, even if it's bullshit, he's still going to get away with it in that moment. You know what I mean? There's no point in you sassing a cop. I mean, unless they are doing something that's endangering your life or something. But you don't get anything out of that except a good story to tell, maybe. Because, again, like I'm saying, he know that if he take your ass to jail, you know, if it's 3 p.m. on a Friday and he arrest you, he know that if he take his sweet time getting back to the precinct and he get back after the certain shift change that says it's 6.30 or 7, he know your ass going to be in there all motherfucking weekend. And it's completely at their discretion. Maybe they can get you in and get you out. Maybe not, you know. And this is the thing: everyone, everyone with them kind of jobs, they know all the little ways to fuck with you. They do, you know. Now, now, some people might argue: Hey, man, actually, the best way against that is to just be educated. Because if you're super educated enough, they'll back off. Well, some people will, but some people won't, you know. And again, they're in the position to where they have they have most of the power. They have most of the witnesses, all of that. Your best bet is record and ask for a lawyer. Don't speak to cops on duty, period. It's okay to be nice to a cop. I'm not saying hate cops, fuck cops or anything like that. But I'm talking about you and what's in your best interest. Just don't talk to them at all. You, The only thing you should be saying to a cop is questions. Am I under arrest? Don't say nothing else. If the answer to am I under arrest is no, then don't say anything else. If the answer is yes, go well, out like to speak to my, I would like an attorney. You know what I mean? Those are the only things you should be saying to a cop. To me. You know, un, 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 uh, you know, until all, un, until everything's all said and done, as as long as they officially acting as police officers around you and you ain't related to them or nothing like that, there's no other thing you need to be saying to them. You know, some people get all out of their pocket, you know. Your friend in the, your friend in the passenger seat that's trying to wild out, and he don't know your registration is expired. He don't know you got a warrant, you know f- that you ain't that you maybe forgot about, and he's sitting there talking shit from the passenger seat. Fuck you, I know my rights. Blah blah blah. I was like, yeah, nigga, I know your rights too, but guess what? I'm still gonna fuck your weekend up. That's how a lot of them think. Oh, you think it's nothing I can do to you? Watch this. Boom! Boom! Bang! And and honestly, I'm not even saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying know what you know what you're dealing with, know what you know what you're getting into, know the consequences, know the the penalty that you're accepting. Because some people are like, I don't give a fuck. I'll spend a weekend in jail before I let a motherfucker. And I respect that. I do. I don't know if I had that kind of resolve when it comes to certain shit. I don't know if I had that kind of resolve. I I am stubborn enough to do something like that. Ooh, but do I have the discipline? I don't know. I can I can't say honestly 100%. Honest, and you know what? I don't believe anybody that can, but I'm willing to talk to that person. Speaking of which, um a lot of y'all motherfuckers forget this is actually an advice podcast. It's been a while since someone uh sent me an email asking for advice, but I do give it. It's not professional, but it's 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 gonna be there. It's so email me at BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Email me to your questions, complaints, concerns, any questions you might have. Um, also I'm still sponsored uh by Vapor95. Um, uh, new age clothing company that gets you the dope hoodie, the dope t shirt, all of that shit. Um uh, they like they contracted with like, you got to just see it. Go to Vapor95.com. Use offer code Brian Simpson and get 10% off uh, your purchases there. Uh, and before the end of the episode, it's been a while since we did one of these too. But our little black history moment. Um, y'all may not have heard of this guy, Garrett Morgan, Garrett Morgan. Um, he's a black man, obviously. But he's also the inventor of one of the first traffic lights. He was awarded, a, uh, he was the son of former slaves. That's how a lot of these stories start. He was born in Paris, Kentucky um, in 1877. In 1895, wow, he was on a motherfucking roll. At 18, he moved to Cleveland where he started working at a sewing machine repairman for a clothing manufacturer, then opened his own shop um, seven years later. Or no, actually, what's that? Nineteen oh seven, so twelve years later. Uh, I'm 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 drawing a blank. The company turned out coats, suits, blah 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 blah. But he invented the traffic light. Um. His curiosity and innovation led to the development of many useful and helpful products. Amongst his inventions was an early traffic signal after witnessing a collision between an automobile and a horse-drawn carriage. (laughs) Damn, that must have been traumatizing, dog. Like, can you imagine getting into a traffic accident and then hearing a horse screaming at the end? Like, that used to be a regular, like, when cars first came around, when it was like, you know, like that little bit of time where like when when people had cell phones and then motherfuckers still had pagers. It was it was, was kind of like that, you know. It was like for a little while there, it was the wild, wild west out there. It was like, how do I get a hold of you? I don't know. So you know, there was a time where like cars first became a thing. There was a little time where that there, there were car on horse collisions. That was a that was an issue. And I just can't imagine at the end of a horrific accident, even though they were probably going fucking 25 miles an hour there. But at the end of a horrific accident, hearing a horse. I don't even know. How do horses sound when they die? Who knows? Um, but you know what? <laughs> Garrett Augustus Morgan is the reason you don't have to give a fuck. Thanks for listening.